So our readings today are both concerned about the cleansing and rededication of the temple, the place of worship, the place where God sublimely abounds. The whole of the week we have been talking about the Maccabean revolt, how they resisted all attempts at profaning the religion of the people of Israel and the profanation of the temple and the altar. So the, the sons of Mattathias led the revolt and the first son, Judas Maccabeus, and his people were able to overthrow the Seleucids who were trying to quench, so to speak, the Jewish religion. And today we hear about the first celebration of the Feast of Hanukkah, eight days cleansing of the temple and the rededication of the altar of sacrifice to the God of Israel. You know, the Roma, the, sorry, the Greeks had established another altar as against the altar of God. And that was seen as an abomination of desolation. It brought pain, it brought sadness to pious Jews anytime they entered the temple and saw that abomination sitting by the right altar. So today when they won the battle, they demolished that altar and the main altar on which they sacrificed pig, which was seen as an unclean animal, was rededicated, reconstructed. And they proclaimed that every year on the month of Chislev, the ninth month, they should celebrate that rededication of the temple. But I believe that anytime we talk about rededication, of the church, the temple, it should also mean the rededication of the members of the church because we are the church. And if we look at this whole church, this beautiful edifice, none of the things here, apart from the Holy Eucharist, is created in the image of God. The only thing that is in the image of God is the human beings sitting in the pews. So if we are talking about rededication of the church, it is certainly the rededication of our lives to God. In the gospel, we hear that Jesus entered the temple area and he drove away all those who were selling and money changers in the temple area. When you look at the Jewish temple, we have the outer court, which is regarded as the court of the Gentiles. That is the limit every non-Jew could go. If you go beyond that, you are seen as somebody profaning the other part of the temple. The next is the court of women, and then from there you go to the court of men, to the sanctuary and then to the Holy of Holies where 
It is only the high priest who is admitted to the Holy of Holies once a year during the feast of Yom Kippur. The outer part, which is the court of Gentiles, were the place where the animals were being sold. So if you go there and you want to offer sacrifice, you buy an animal and hand over to the priest who were on duty, and the priest will sacrifice on your behalf. And some of them came, they had to change their money, and in the exchange there were cheating going on. And you know, when you get to that place, that's the last resort. And the, the animals were exorbitantly prized. And Jesus said, don't turn my father's house to the den of thieves. Rather, it should be the house of prayer. Jesus was filled with zeal for his father's house. Dearly beloved, when we come to the church of God, in every Catholic church, you see this red light continuously burning. It's a symbol, it's a sign of the presence, the real presence of Christ. In every Catholic church, Christ is, so to speak, the prisoner of love in our tabernacles. When we enter, do we acknowledge the presence of God? Do we realize that the house of God should be the house of prayer? Maybe we are not selling animals in the church. Maybe we are not uh, uh, exchanging currencies in the church. But we, so to speak, profane the church in one way or the other. Our chatter when we enter the church our attitude that we, and, and, and posture that we carry along. Or probably even the dress we put on to enter the sanctuary of the Lord could serve as a profanation. Probably my attitude, my composure, my demeanor, which I carry to the church, let us ask ourselves if the Lord should come and meet us in that posture. Will he be happy with us? Or he would treat us the same way he treated those people in the temple. Let us not forget the fact that when we enter into this sanctuary, it should be the place of prayer, place of devotion, a place of worship, and a place of silence. It's not a place where we come to chat. It's not a place where we come to do whatever we want to do. My father's house will be called the house of prayer. But it is interesting that even though Jesus tries to cleanse the temple, the people, especially the leadership of the temple, did not allow their house to be cleansed. And as Jesus was teaching the temple area, the chief priests, the scribes, the leaders of the people, meanwhile, 
were seeking to put him to death. So, when Jesus is talking about salvation and life, the leaders are thinking about death and condemnation and destruction of life. When we come to the church, our minds Are they focused on Jesus Christ? Are they focused on the Eucharist and the Word of God? Or they are focused on trivialities? Are we like those who hang on to the Word of Jesus? Or we are like the leadership of the temple who are always looking for the doom and destruction of others? Dearly beloved, may the Holy Spirit help us to be conscious all the time of the real presence of our Lord Jesus Christ whenever we enter into the sanctuary. And today, as we reflect on the rededication of the temple and the cleansing of the new temple, let us also rededicate ourselves, especially our hearts and consciences to the Lord. Amen.